If you are looking for holistic wisdom and a plan to reclaim your fertility to help you create a healthy family for generations to come, you're in the right place. This is Fertile Minds Radio. Hey there, I'm so glad that you could join us for our recorded version of this week's meditation challenge. So without further ado, we'll just hop right in. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Waking up. Yeah. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know my husband comes in this morning. He's like, are you okay? You're, you're looking a little under the weather. I'm like, not something you say to somebody where they're about to hit the zoom button <laughs> i don't think i slept all that well last night i'm like oh this is like good practice and letting go vulnerability. <laughs> right oh, yeah. vulnerability getting over fears using courage which is what we're all going to talk about today <laughs> um i am going to do my best this morning to wax poetic on the overlap of Chinese medicine, coaching, and the yoga concept of samskara and how it relates to the concept in Chinese medicine of a empty heart equaling a full uterus, which at first blush, I think it took me a couple years in school to like fully understand what that meant. Um, But it's really this super fascinating concept that like I said, it pulls in kind of elements of what we would call maybe pop psychology or coaching um, into how we store emotions in our body um, and specifically in the blood. The Chinese um, traditions has this amazing concept of the memories of everything that you've ever experienced, but specifically held onto or what the yogis would call samskara. So the imprint of, um, of, an event in your life that you attach strong emotionality to. So whether that was positive or negative, um, being held within the somatic body and every single red blood cell, this idea that there's these, so you have the yin and the yang organs, right? So you have the yang organs, which are empty. And then you have the yin and the yin organs that are full kind of compact. Like, so if you think heart, liver, spleen, things of that nature, and then you have the empty organs, like your intestines, Um, And then you have the, what are called the curious organs and the curious organs are probably my favorite and what I deal with the most in fertility because um, the curious organs are, are organs that can open and close. So they can accept and release, accept and release. And the curious organs are said to be the brain and the uterus and the gallbladder. And I look at the red blood vessels as an extension of that this idea that we have the the heart that sits up top. And this is also called the emperor in Chinese medicine. The emperor has to sit on its throne. This kind of harkens back to what we were talking about yesterday. Like, can you sit all the way back in your seat of your consciousness? Because this is where the principle of Shen lives. And in Chinese medicine, Shen is the spirit, but it is, it is the I that we were searching for yesterday. Like the witness who is listening, that's your Shen. Um, and that comes out through the, the tongue, through our expression of our voice, and it can be seen in the eyes as well. So it illuminates us. It's, also, it's this um, kind of spiritual part of chi, if you will. 
And so you have the heart and it is then um, connected by way of a vessel called the baumai into the uterus. And the, the heart, even though it's a solid yin organ by way of the blood vessels, because it controls blood, that's what it does in both Western and Chinese medicine, um, anything that um, doesn't make it through the sieve of the heart, which is also connected to the mind, um, then is put through all the blood vessels into our body. And if it's something that is that continues to stay with us, it can actually lodge in the uterus. Um, and so this is kind of the concept that you will see, um, like if you've ever read um, Christian Northrup's Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, she was kind of the first um, MD in the, I guess it was early 90s, to bring holistic medicine into the Western field. And she started to talk about this idea of trauma and that if you had had trauma, specifically sexual trauma, that you were at a higher risk for things like fibroids and endometriosis blockages, like things where the, the chi um, or the shakti, the prana, whatever you want to call it, has then solidified. Um, the blood has actually congealed and created a blockage. And so keep in mind, this comes from not processing something emotionally. And then the brain gets involved because the brain is what is the senses are continually feeding everything to the brain, right? You're driving down the road and you're taking in like, there's a tree and then there's a car in front of me. And then all of a sudden a song comes on and this song, let's say is related to uh, an ex relationship that ended very in a tumultuous way. And then all of a sudden, just something that would be normal sensory information is now like clogging up the cogs, right? Like everything starts to slow down. You start to feel that fight or flight response. And this is because the kidneys are connected through the heart, but by way of the uterus through the blood. And so when we have that sensory experience that comes in and then we have an intense thought about it that creates an emotional rush, especially when it is one of the more negative emotions, then the kidneys, the adrenals specifically, which are in my mind, curious organs because they um, fill and um, release with adrenaline. Then we have that fight or flight response and everything tenses up. And then we reprocess that samskara, that it's all of a sudden it's up, it's in all of our blood cells and it's there. And this can happen in major things, but it can also happen in minor things. That's kind of like this general huge picture of how all these things work together. But specifically what I find interesting in Chinese medicine, when they talk about this idea of the, the empty heart. And I used to think, well, what does that even mean? Like, does this mean that we can't have any desires? And it does. It means you can't be attached to our desires, right? So this idea in our meditations where we set the intention and then we release the attachment to how it shows up, like an unmet desire that we keep thinking about, like what we want that isn't there it again, it's circulating and it's up and where our attention goes is where all of our chi goes. And because the chi leads the blood, it just keeps like stirring this pot. And it's, so it's like you're, you're re-examining, but without, you're missing the element of being able to let it go. So in today's meditation, we are going to practice staying open and letting go because, and this is kind of the idea of 
I guess, relaxation in fertility or acceptance <laughs> people that you want to punch people when they're like, just relax, everything will be fine. But really what I think they're trying to say is just stay open, right? Let everything go through. And it's really hard if it's, it's like a drain that's backed up, right? If there's a lot of unmet desires there, we need to kind of flush the drain and let them go out. And then we have to do the hard work, which is really committing to staying open. So keeping the heart open so that whatever comes in, we are able to then release it and examine it. And so this is the ability to sit with all of your emotions, right? And this is why I'm, I keep going back to in all my podcasts of like, the only thing that you have control over is managing your mind. Because when you have that thought and then it creates the emotion, if you don't have the ability to sit with the emotion, whether it is, you know, good or bad, if you can't just be with it, it clogs everything up. You have to be with it and then let it run its course. And this is even for good things, right? So they, the Chinese have this concept of that too much excitement actually will clog up the heart. And you're like, well, what is, like, this is a good emotion, right? Like love. But it, if you read and you get into the translations, what it means is it means holding on. It's the attachment to the goodness, right? It's the attachment to like, oh, I just... I love this so much and I never want him to leave me or I want to recreate the love that we had when we first met and like squeezing that to death basically and nothing else can flow through. Today's meditation, we're going to go through just kind of emptying and then keeping the heart open. But again, this is just one of these things that we have to practice, right? We have to practice sitting with it. And then when questions come up, um, then please let me know if you have questions. So we'll go ahead and dive into the meditation today. So sit comfortably if you are not already. And begin to just let the eyelids float closed. Take a couple long, slow, deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Maybe an audible exhale. Releasing anything that no longer serves you. And generally just start to constrict the back of the throat so that we have that nice ujjayi breath or ocean breath sound as you breathe in through the nose and out through the nose for a few cycles of breath. Gently start to move your awareness from the breath down into the heart. 
And maybe you even want to put a hand on your chest over your heart to connect a little bit deeper. And I want you to breathe in as you can imagine breathing in past the hand into the heart. And just connecting with that tender, vulnerable part of you, that place where the real you resides. Now I want you to take your other hand and I want you to put your hand just below your belly button. Maybe it's over your uterus. And now ever so gently, I want you to move your attention into the palms of your hands. And see if you can sense or visualize a connection between your heart and your uterus. See if you can notice the threads of connection between the two, or perhaps they feel completely cut off. And that's okay. That happens sometimes if we've had trauma or we feel like we have been repeatedly let down or we've been in a state of fight or flight for a long time. Sometimes this connection gets severed, but we can bring it back. And that's what we're going to start with today. So regardless if you feel the connection or not, don't overthink it. Just observe, start to evoke that quality of observance in the mind. And I want you to come now to the top of your head and I want you to just imagine that the crown chakra could begin to open, allowing some healing, cooling white light to begin to pour down through the top of your head, past your third eye. past your throat. Let it just begin to fall into the heart, filling up the heart center as if it was a cup or a chalice. And let it just fill and fill and fill and fill and it may not make sense as to why it continues to fill before it spills over, but that's okay. Just let it fill for as long as it needs to until it starts to overflow. And starts to make the chest cavity and the upper back filled with this white light until it begins to just move down your arms. And all the way out your hands. Back into your heart and into your uterus through your hands. 
And then just start to imagine a tiny line between the uterus and the heart, the baumai. Imagine you can see it, this little thread, and the light begins to work its way closer and closer until it just completes and it forms this complete circle. So the light is continuing to come down the head into the heart until it fills down the arms and comes back into the body, the heart and the uterus until they connect, just forming this continuous pathway of healing, compassion. And just observe with curiosity and wonder what you might be feeling. And if you're not able to fully get into this place, then know that that's okay too. It might just take some practice. Now, as you breathe in, I want you to breathe in one heartfelt intention for your fertility journey and let that nestle deep within your heart. And then as you exhale, I want you to exhale out the attachment or the constriction to when it shows up or what it looks like. And just let that go. And we're gonna spend a little bit of time reacquainting ourselves with the language of our heart. We're just going to ask our heart some questions and just observe the answers. Without judgment, just watching with that curious state of mind as you ask, heart, why do you close? Ask yourself, heart, what do I need to let go of to make space for something new to come in? Thank you. 
Heart, what do I need to strengthen the connection between my womb or my womb space and my heart? Just recognizing the womb space as your powerhouse of creation, whether that is for life or business, for manifesting ideas. What do I need for you to be able to consciously connect with the womb space? Heart, what does it feel like when you are trying to tell me yes? When you are trying to flag me down and say, yes, do that, go that way. Remind me what that feels like in every cell of my body when you are telling me yes. Heart, what does it feel like when you are trying to tell me no? When you are trying to say, not right now, it's not the time. What does it feel like when you are starting to close down to try and get my attention that that's a no? Now one more time for good measure because your brain, that part that likes to talk with itself, will try and tell you that you just imagined this and it's not real. Heart, what does it feel like when you're trying to signal, signal me yes? Heart. Show me what it feels like when you're trying to tell me no. Now, if you have one question with a yes or no answer that you would like to ask, now is the time while you are in conversation with your heart to ask. Now let all of those answers or non-answers go. And just notice the change. 
the stillness that you feel by connecting to your heart. And imagine that you could smile at your heart and it could smile back at you. Because the truth is your heart is always there trying to tell you what your highest self, what your spirit, what your Shen needs for the next step on this journey. So as you sit for the next 10 minutes, I want you to use the mantra Om Ah Hum Om Ah Hum means tranquility of mind, tranquility of speech, tranquility of heart. Om Ah Hum Let it repeat effortlessly as if you were just listening, but whatever speed it wants to continue at. Om ah hum. Om ah hum.
Gently release the mantra and just sit quietly with your eyes closed.
The art of the heart is where we live with the eternal questions. Examine and reflect constantly, but don't get hung up on the answers. The wonder lives in the unknown and is quite comfortable there. If you are not yet comfortable in the unknown, you will reach for feel-good experiences that are unfortunately only temporary. Life will keep bringing you back to the possibility of wonder and curiosity. This is where the work lies. Do you choose to make it a struggle? Or can you surrender and be with any emotion that is created knowing that it's just a fluctuation of your thoughts? And that you are not your thoughts, you are not your body. You are the gentle interplay between your environment, your thoughts, and your body. You are that part of you that is listening to me deep within your heart. When you're ready, you can begin to open your eyes, wiggle your fingers and your toes. And I just encourage you to practice talking with your heart, as silly as that sounds. This part of us lies quite a bit in our minds, right? The heart wants to see you fulfill your destiny. It wants to see you constantly letting go and taking in. And if we're too full, if we haven't released, we can't take in, right? So if you feel like you are overflowing, check in with your heart of what needs to be released. There is, an, in the classroom section, there's another meditation that is really specifically getting into the, the yes-no of the heart. So if you feel like you need more practice in that area, you can just hit the audio meditation there. And I hope that you will commit to staying open today. And anytime that you start to feel tension or fight or flight, which is a, a signal that your kidneys are saying, hey, shut down, heart, shut down, that you will just reflect and say, is it necessary to close, can I stay open? And just see what it feels like to be open in that experience with curiosity and wonder and not with judgment. Um, see how the rest of your day unfolds. Thank you for sharing your morning with me. Namaste.